You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Today's episode, if you are looking to learn about how to not get stuck in conversation, how to be able to continue conversation, how to be a master at being able to continue conversation. I know that a lot of guys get kind of stuck. You know, they end up going out and talking to girls and they just flub in conversation. They don't know how to continue it. They don't know what to say next. They get really in their head. This episode is going to help you with that tremendously. This is one of those note-taking episodes where I promise you're going to be wanting to take a lot of notes here because it is just filled with nuggets in terms of different techniques to be able to hold a really great conversation. And like I said, not just any conversation, but really hold a conversation that makes it interesting to you, makes it interesting to the woman that you're talking to. Oh man, lots of good stuff on today's episode. And this episode, basically what I've done is I've extracted it from an old program that is no longer available. It is called, it was called How to Attract Your Perfect 10, which really that's the old version of my new program called Hooked, which you can check out at getherhooked.com. But this is a more of a in-depth module that talks about conversation. And because that program is no longer around, I've been taking great little extractions from it and putting it here on the podcast. And I think you're really going to like it. I hope you've liked the other ones that, you know, I never really know if anyone really likes any of the episodes of the podcast because people do leave reviews, but for some reason, I don't know why they haven't figured this out. No one can comment on podcast episodes. No one can like or dislike podcast episodes. You really don't get that information like you would on YouTube. But I, I assume the downloads keep going up. You guys keep listening to it. So I must be doing something right here. And I always want to just give you the information that you're looking to learn and help you out to the greatest ability that I can. So that's what we're going to be going over today. How to never get stuck in conversation so you can be a master conversationalist. I recommend too that you listen to an episode that I put out a a week ago that one was called The Ultimate Formula for Powerful Conversation. So this is kind of like part two. You don't necessarily need part one, but it will help because it does talk about the same concept. If you're looking to be a master talking to girls, which I'm sure you are because you're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. If you'd like to know how to implement all of this, you know, if you want to know how to actually put this in action and make this be part of your life, of your dating life, if you want to know, okay, how do I get out there and actually use this? How do I go out and approach women? How do I be able to, to put this stuff into action? And how do I hold myself accountable to do it? So I'm actually creating an amazing dating life. If you want to know how to do that, I highly suggest that you go to coachedbytrip.com, which is the page where you can apply for coaching, one-on-one coaching with me. That's right. Nobody else with me. I don't have any coaches under me. This is you working with me because if you like this information, then you should be working with me because I'm the one who's been helping you out and I want to continue to help you. So one-on-one coaching is available at coachedbytrip.com. Once you apply, I will reach out to you via text or via email. Personally, you and I will hop on a phone call and figure out if coaching is a good fit for you. 
Coaching is either weekly calls or you fly to Chicago. A lot of people opt in for the weekly calls, which is just as helpful. And you and I will get on a phone call and every week figure out a plan for you, a customized plan for you to go out, start approaching women, defeat your approach anxiety, become a master conversationalist, and really be able to build this skill set of talking to women and attracting them. Even those ones that you feel like are hard to get, those are the ones that we're going to help you with. Okay. So go to coachedbytrip.com today so you can work with me. In the meantime, here is the episode that you've been waiting for now that you've been still listening here. And it's all about how to not get stuck in conversation, how to continue conversation. Like I said, take notes. You're going to like this one. Engagement. So, the Conversation Foundation. Love that. Conversation Foundation, aka rambling. Okay. So, before I teach you about creating conversation cards, um, which is also the same idea as extraction, okay? Um, engagement means you want to engage the girl in the conversation. You want to get them interested in the things that you're talking about, right? That's the whole idea between uh, about engagement, engaging her, making her interested in wanting to talk to you more. And one of the foundations of conversation is being able to continue it with rambling and with word extraction. And that's what's going to be the beginning of engaging her. Okay, so bear with me here. Again, I'm just talking about word extraction. We talked about that earlier. Okay, so hold on. I don't want to. I don't want to jump ahead of the gun. Um, just to remind you, word extraction is listening to what they're saying and extracting a word, and listening to what they're saying very carefully, so you can pick out the word and then take that word and create either a sentence or a question, okay? So if a girl says, um, let's see, she says, you know, the other day I took a drive down the coast and God, California is just so beautiful. Your keywords are coast, California, took a drive. So you could take any of those words and continue conversation. So took a drive, you can say, oh, I took a drive, you know, the other day in this area and it was so beautiful. Or you can, it's California. Maybe California is the key word, right? She said, driving down the coast of California. Say, oh, California, how, live, how long have you lived in California for? That's a question or a statement. Um, oh man, I love California. It's a beautiful state. Or I've never been to California, right? Whatever it is. And the other one was uh, on the coast, right? Oh, cool. The coast. Wow, beautiful. I've never been to the coast. Or how was it? What's the coast like? Now, the best way to practice this is you get 20 note cards. Step one, get 20 note cards. Step two, write down a noun on each of those note cards. Pizza, shoes, England. Those are just examples. Whatever it is, nouns. Okay, you might see where I'm going here with this one, right? Number three, write down a sentence and question for each card and noun and then repeat. So get 20 note cards. And on the one side of them, you're going to write down the noun, which is going to be an example, basically, of a word that you might extract. And then 
put them away for a little bit, just like write down 20 nouns on one on each card, put it away for an hour, come back to the cards, flip through each card. And once you see it, flip it around and write a sentence and write a question. And yes, I want you to write it down. Writing it down is going to help with the exercise because when you write something down, you kind of, um, you just, you get more engaged with it and it helps you learn a lot better. Okay. So write it down, write down the sentence, write down the question for each noun for each card. Okay. And then you can repeat it. Do it again with the same ones. Make it more difficult. What else can you ask about pizza? What else can you um, say about pizza or shoes or England or whatever it is? This is going to help you because this is going to make you a master conversation because you're going to be so good at picking out words. This is going to train you to be able to pick out words from a sentence that someone says and then continue conversation. Okay. No stuff. That's also going to help with engagement to have engaging conversation. No stuff. Okay. So this is very much going to be connected to the conversation cards. The more you know, the easier it's going to be to make statements or even ask questions about the words that you pick out when you extract it from a girl's sentence. Okay, no stuff, a lot of stuff. So what do you what should you do? Read a book a week. Read current events every day for 10 minutes. Watch interesting videos. You got YouTube at the palm of your hand. Create the stories of your life. Okay? I know people who are reading books every week. I read a couple books a month. I should be reading more. Um, I used to read a lot more, uh, but I'm so busy with um, helping you out so, so um, and creating videos and stuff. But yeah, read a book a week. That's going to help you just open your mind and explore nonfiction and fiction. Do both. Okay, read current events every day for 10 minutes. Just sit down, go on CNN, go on Huffington Post, whatever it is, read up on what's going on in the world for 10 minutes. It's a long time too. You'll get a lot of information down and that's gonna help you know more stuff, which is gonna be easier to have a conversation. Right now, you don't understand conversations actually easier than you think. You just gotta take all the stuff that you know and bring it into conversation. So if you wanna know what to talk about with girls, that's it. Everyday interesting stuff. Most guys don't know that they can talk about that stuff. But if it's interesting to you, i.e. energy, so if you bring a lot of energy into a topic, even if the topic is boring, you sounding excited about it, it's going to make it sound interesting. Okay? Watch interesting videos. There's tons of videos online. Um, watch a, vid in a new TED Talk every day. Learn something new. Bring that up in conversation. Be like, oh, man. I watched a TED Talk the other day. It was about body language. It was crazy. She was talking about how blah, 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 and talk about it with the girl. Ask her if she's seen it. Teach her something. And then number four, create the stories of your life. I'm always telling you to do more, create more stories, go on adventures, go on travels, right? That's going to help you create the stories of your life so then you can tell these stories when you're talking to a girl, okay? The more you do, the more you read, the more you take action, the easier conversation is going to be right now. And I don't say this to show off to you, but I, I say this to, to really show you that I've worked on this stuff. If you can, you can literally put me in a room with anybody, anybody, dumb as rocks or someone really smart. You can put me in the room with any 
age group, I don't care who it is, put me in the room with anyone, I'll, I'll be able to have an interesting conversation with them because I'm curious, because I've read a lot of stuff, I know a lot of stuff. I can hold a conversation with anyone just because I have a vast knowledge of things. And there's a lot of things that I know a little bit about that I can talk about a little bit about, but if I don't know more, I can ask that person. That's another thing in conversation people don't realize. You can ask questions about that stuff. Ask them about it. Get them to tell you something. Get them to teach you something. Okay? Let's talk about breaking out of interview mode with statements. A lot of guys, they tend to ask too many questions. Don't ask enough statements. So let me teach you how to do that. Okay? Opinions. Opinions are one of the best ways to break out of interview mode. Instead of asking questions, you make statements. Okay? So if she mentions something about an Italian dinner or dinner or Italian or anything like that, you tell her, oh, I just had a really amazing Italian dinner. It was just amazing, incredible. Okay, I want you to tell her that. And then if she doesn't say anything after the statement, then you can ask a question, but say that. Okay, she brings up something with downtown. Downtown's your key word. Tell her you live downtown. Don't just ask her where. Say, oh, I live downtown. Pause, and then wait for her to ask you, oh, where downtown? The more statements you make, the more you're going to intrigue her and get her to ask you questions. And that's the real key. You want to get her asking you questions. I work in marketing. So she brings up something with marketing. You tell her that. Oh, I work in marketing. You're going to break out of interview mode by making statements. Think of statements as much as you can, more than questions. Now, I know in the previous exercise over here, I have you do um, question and a, and a statement just because they're both important. You still want to have, you still want to ask really quality questions, but, but it, you know, it's easier to ask a question than a statement. So I want you to start understanding how to break out of it by using your opinions or facts, I should really say. The first one's more of an opinion. The second two are facts. So facts and opinions. You can break out of interview mode with stories. Okay. So again, I just had a really amazing Italian dinner. And then tell her about it. Just break out and tell her about it. I live downtown. I work in marketing. Same thing. You're going to say, oh, I just had a really amazing Italian dinner if she mentions something about an Italian dinner, right? And you'll say, have you ever been to Giordano's? Oh my God, they have the best pizza in the world. It's so good. You know, one time I went there and I blah, 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 blah. And you tell your story. Oh, I live downtown. Downtown is one of the best places to eat sushi. I'll tell you, one, one time I went and I ate sushi at this one place. Have you ever heard of blah, blah, blah? Oh, you got to go there. I went there one time with my friend and it was incredible. They were serving us, you know, amazing sushi and they wouldn't stop. And it was, it was omakase and they would just serve us more and more and more. And the dishes kept on getting more amazing. Okay. I work in marketing. Tell a story behind, you know, I don't know, funny job at work. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a funny job at work, a funny story at work. Okay. So you're going to tell your stories and then beyond the questions, uh, beyond the statements, you're going to ask interesting questions. 
So the kinds of questions you want to ask are going to be what are called open-ended questions. Here's a few examples. These are just a few examples. What is the nicest thing a friend has ever done for you? Open-ended is like basically getting her to tell you a story and it's also breaking out of any kind of yes or no, right? So instead of her being like yes or no, it's going to force her to have more of a long-winded answer, which is what you want, right? Get her going, get her thinking. See how these are a little bit more emotional as well? If you were going to have a weird pet, what would it be? How would you describe yourself? The third one is a little is a little weird, I know. Um, that's something you wouldn't really ask right away. That's something that you might ask like when you've been talking to them for a while, you know. Um, but that's just to give you an idea of what an open-ended question looks like. Okay. How would you describe yourself? Right? Or describe, you know what? Tell me, describe a time when it was like the happiest moment of your life. Just tell me about that. Describe it. Right? Get them to describe it for you, to go into detail. Okay. You should also be qualifying for the type of girl you want. You want the type of girl that's your perfect 10. So you want to find out if she's that girl. Okay. So here are some examples of being able to ask questions that get to know her by qualifying her and seeing if she's the right one. And that also builds attraction because it's showing her that you're not so easy, that you're just not going to go for any girl, that you really want a specific type of girl that's attractive to them. Shows that you're not needy, not desperate. So let's go through these. I only date creative and intelligent women. Are you creative? You'll say that. It's kind of a tease too. So you'll say that a little bit with a smile. You'll say, what kind of music are you into? Okay. Tell me something about you that's truly awesome. So that third one is not necessarily a question per se, but it is because you're just kind of telling her to, to say something. You're just getting her to say something, right? Tell me something awesome about you. What kind of music are you into? These are questions that you can come up with too. You can fill them in. You can use this as a template. What's the stuff that you want to know if she's going to be the girl for you? What's the stuff that you want to know? Figure out what that is. Ask questions about it. And try to rework it in a way like this, where you're kind of like, you know what? I'm into girls who love this. Are you into that? You're not, oh my God, come on. You got to do that. You got to get into that. Right, whatever that is, whatever that is that you're into, and of course, bum bum bum. The questions to avoid: What do you do? Where are you from? Do you like this place? Do you come here a lot? Here are some exceptions. You are allowed to use these questions in conversation if you're, you know, if you're still working on this stuff and you're still new, and you're just dying to say anything, and then you're like, "Oh wait, Trip said like you shouldn't ask these questions," and then you just walk away. That's not what I want you to do. At the end of the day, if you got nothing to ask and these are the first things that come to mind, I'd rather you ask these questions 
and try to continue conversation than walk away altogether. But if you can control it, don't ask these questions for a long time. Now, if she asks you these questions, if she asks, what do you do? Where are you from? Do you like this place? Do you come here a lot? If she starts to ask you those questions, fantastic. Ask them back. Because then it's fine because she's getting to know you and that shows that she's attracted and it's just nice and a nice gesture to ask them back. So it's a perfect time to do it. But if she hasn't asked yet, try to stay away from these as long as you can. They're boring. Most guys have said them before. It's not different. It's not going to make you the exception. Okay? Here's some other ideas for you called let me guess question statements. Okay? So you'll say something like, let me guess, you're a librarian. These are also what's called cold reading. You're just kind of like coming up with something that you think she's like, which helps further along conversation. So let me guess, you're a librarian. I don't know, you seem like the, you seem like the book nerd type. Right, and you kind of tease her a little bit. Or let me guess, you live in Santa Monica. You seem like a beach girl. Let me guess, you like to skydive. You like the, you look like the adventurous type. So you can break out of interview mode by asking inter- interesting questions like this that seem a little more interesting than just asking interview type questions. Right? These are kind of question statements. You're starting off with a statement and then sort of asking a question. Right? They're like it's kind of like you're leading into getting her to respond. Right, so you'll kind of pause. Let me guess, you're a librarian. You seem like the book nerd type. Pause. Let her respond. Okay, so I'm just giving you all kinds of great material that you could use in conversation. And just remember just a few of these things. And I, I, I tell you, you know, like I told you in the beginning of the module, this is a lot of information here. I know it's jam-packed. You're going to want to watch this and re-watch this again and again to really get it through the thick skull. All right, so that's engagement. Let's go to emotion. Emotion is what's going to tie everything together. You bring your energy. You engage her with interesting questions, interesting statements. And then you tie it in with bringing things to an emotional level. Why emotion? Because emotion causes emotions, right? When you bring it to an emotional level, and I'll tell you how, and you make her feel emotions, that means that she's going to start to feel when she's with you, which means she's not going to be bored. She's going to feel something. She's going to get feelings of excitement, curiosity, attraction. She's going to be intrigued, right? All these emotions are going to be drawn up. It's going to make her like you. So you want to bring emotion to the conversation. So I always say this, get to know them, not the topic. Okay. So I get a lot of guys who, and this is natural, this is going to happen to you when you first start doing approaches. You're going to start talking to a girl about a topic. Let's say um, you're talking about a great restaurant that's nearby. Okay. We're talking facts versus emotions here. And I want you to stick to emotions, not facts. So facts would be, oh, hey, um, is there a good restaurant around here? been looking for something really good. And she'll say, oh, you know, there's this one place. And you'll say, oh, cool. Where is it? 
Awesome. Um, what kind of food do they have? Oh, cool. What time is it open till? Oh, how long have they been around for? Okay, cool. How, how many times have you been there? Oh, cool. Right? That's me getting to know the topic, not them. I want to get to know them. That's going to bring it to an emotional level. Ask them their experience with it. I would ask them, so what's like the, like the most amazing dish that you've experienced, right? Keyword experienced. What's the most amazing dish you've experienced at this place? Like, what was it like? And she's like, oh, I had, you know, this amazing, um, you know, lasagna was so good. Oh, really? Or maybe she said she had this amazing lasagna. Say, oh, how was it? You're asking her, you're getting to know her. Okay, and that's what I want you to do. I want you to get to know them, not the topic. Don't go off on the topic itself, but them and how they relate to it. Most people aren't doing that. That's what's going to make you connect to the person. You want to connect with them. So why is emotion important? It's going to create a deeper connection between you and the girl. It's going to create a deeper connection because you're not on a superficial level anymore talking about facts. You're talking about emotions, feelings. Women react to emotion heavily. They react heavily to emotion. They're emotional creatures. You want to tap into that. Okay? Emotion is an attraction trigger. You hit emotional, you hit feeling, you're going to hit it off with them. Okay? So how else can we use it? What are some more examples of it? Okay? Tangents are your friend, right? So this is sort of related to to be... um, I'll just tell you what it means. Basically, tangents is... You don't want to stick to one topic for too long, okay? So you want to go off on tangents. So a lot of guys, they'll end up getting really factual and getting to getting talking about one topic for a long time. So for example, let's say like you and this girl find out that you have like um, tennis in common. You both play tennis. You love tennis. Guys will tend to feel that tennis is a safe zone for them because it's easy to talk about because she likes it. You know it very well. You guys are both connecting on it. Now, don't get me wrong. That's great. If you guys connect on something or, 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 or get on a really good conversation topic, that's great. But let me warn you, this is some advanced material here, okay? So just hear me out because I get a lot of people who disagree with this, but trust me, even if it's a great topic of conversation, you guys are totally just hitting it off. It's not going to really hit the attraction triggers like you could be. It's just going to be a okay conversation. She's going to remember a guy that she talked about tennis with. You don't want her to walk away thinking, oh, cool, yeah, like I had this great conversation about tennis with this one guy. That's like the bare minimum. I need you to get her to walk away thinking, oh, I had this amazing conversation and then her friend's going to be like, what did you guys talk about? And she's going to say, I don't know everything. I can't even tell you. We talked about so much stuff. That's the point I want you to hit. So how you're going to do this is you're going to use word extraction to go on multiple tangents. They are your friend. Use them. Now, there's a fine line. Don't just go off on tangents and, and never be able to really go deep in any topic. Get, get a little bit deep in every topic. 
talk about stuff, but then move on when you can. Move on, move on. It's a little bit of a roller coaster, okay? So past future talk, that's going to be really big with emotion. So that's how you're going to be able to create emotion. Emotions happen from talking about the past or the future. Um, That's one way to bring out emotion at the least. Um, Think about it, right? Earlier I said you're going to ask her about what her experience was like when she had that really amazing food at that one restaurant. That's a past experience, right? Another way is future talk, right? So you can ask her about her passions you know, what she, what her goals are, what her passions are, what she wants to do with her life. That's future talk, both emotional, okay? It's really easy. It's cool to use past future talk because there's more emotion in the past and the future than there is facts. Um, okay, that's not necessarily true. I kind of take that back. Of course, you can talk about the past and future and get factual. But what I'm saying to you is that past and future are easy vessels for you to go into that can easily bring out emotion because you're talking about past stories, past experiences, and then future projections of like what she wants to do with her life and things like that. And then storytelling, which is connected to all of that, right? Telling a story, you're always, if you're telling any story, it's always about the past, right? So telling a story helps bring out emotion. Okay. We're just diving deeper and deeper. You want to ask interesting questions, okay? Which are going to be based on emotion, right? So we're we're talking about emotion right now. Stick with me. You want to ask questions that are emotional. So these are just some examples of emotional questions. Now, again, you don't have to ask these like, all in a row. You may only ask one in conversation. You may use none of these. These are just good ideas to get you thinking on an emotional level. But of course, you can use these. You know? And here's the greatest part about it is if you want to get more advanced with this, you can think of um, you can think of ways to use tangents in conversation to then bridge and transition to something like this, okay? So if you could be invisible for a day, what would you do? If you could go back in time, what year would you visit, right? This is just getting to know her questions. These bring out emotionals. These are hypotheticals. This is like, um, yeah, the hypothetical type of questions that make her feel, make her think. If you could go anywhere for one day and visit, where would you go? If you won a million dollars in the lottery, how would you spend it? And notice how they're all positive too, you know? You're not going to ask her like, um, if you could describe the worst day in the world for you, what would it be? No, stay positive. If you could possess, if you could possess it, what superhero's power would you want to have? And you can go on so many tangents and have so much fun with these questions, right? And you can maybe even bring up this, I would like you to bring up these questions in a way where, you, like something you've been thinking about. Tell her that a friend brought this up to you or something you've been thinking about. You know, just kind of interrupt conversation. Say, let me ask you a question. If you won a million dollars in the lottery, how would you spend it? She might just answer right away. If she kind of gives you a weird look, like, why is he asking me this? But like, I was just thinking about that. Like, what would, like if I won the lottery, I was just thinking like, how would I spend it? How would you spend it? Right, that's what you say to her. That's going to bring out more emotion. Okay, now... 
A second ago, I said it's a little more advanced to use word extraction into one of these, right? So it makes more sense. So if she brings up money, for example, then you could say, if you won a million dollars in the lottery, how would you spend it? Or if she talks about travel, you could ask her, okay, if you could go anywhere for one day and visit, where would you go? And then come up with your own. You know, come with your own. What interesting questions do you have? What things do you ponder? Ask them. One of the main points I want to try to bring up to you in this module is don't be afraid to talk about stuff, like anything. Like you'd be surprised some of the conversations I've had with people that are just like crazy random conversations about the most random topics, random questions, hypothetical stuff that you would never think that you would talk about in conversation. I just want to open up your mind to the idea that you can really go far with conversation and take it to whole new levels that you never thought you could take it with random questions, random topics. Don't be afraid to go there. I want you to go there. 